Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, we're back in the Indigo Basement. Ooh, the vibes are right. The vibes are right. We're back here, and we have a very special guest this week, a returning guest... We haven't seen you, I would say, in the Indigo Basement in over three years. I I would say that, yeah. yeah I think yeah, this was a pre-COVID experience. For sure, yeah. I would say a lot has happened with you yes. since the last time you've been here. So let's just say it. We have the one and only Sweet Mitchell Socia here with us. Thank today. you for having me. Mitch, it Thank is wonderful to see you. The last time that we saw you, we were doing WWE's... Oh, forcible right. entry. Forcible entry. entry. Yes. That's right. We yeah. got some tables. We talked about the Dudley Boys yep. on mass. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have seen the Dudley Boys more post that conversation because they were not in my life until that moment. Oh, okay. Those guys are good. They're great. They're yes. Good. I mean, they coined the what's up? <laughs> that that should be there. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's funny. I got um after we did that episode, um, a friend of mine who's like has an encyclopedic knowledge of of wrestling just like he was like what what were you doing he was like really <laughs> he said he he used the word the the phrase cringy inaccuracies <laughs> whoa <laughs> but, but i feel like i i said at the top you know i'm no expert you did well you know what though Th- that's the thing we can often say we're running off of wikipedia pages we're running off of vibes we're yeah. running off of feelings and for some people that's fine that's what they want and other right. people they're like no, I need you to go to the source, right. and I need you to get it fucking right. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, like Matt. I don't know if you know this. What's that? Corn. Oh, okay. I've heard of this okay. band. Okay. They have Korn. that song that goes na 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 na. Yeah. So they um they have something of a signature sound mm. that is created. What? By using okay, say most. So Mitch, you're a guitar player. Yeah. Okay. So on your, your standard guitar. Your yes. standard guitar has got six strings. Yep. Or five, maybe six. Yep. Six. Yep. Okay. Corn. Have a seventh string. Yeah. How? They've added it. They've added it. They've added the neck. The the headstock is only so big. I think they get a fatter headstock. They get an extra. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then that creates the corn signature sound. Okay. So those are the type of things. That's the heavy research that people want. I see. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, maybe maybe there's some wrestler. Goodbye, new listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I, I will say I was joking. I. Do know that a seven string guitar exists. <laughs> I don't want to get lit up again by my guitar player friends for cringy, <laughs> for cringy inaccuracy. Wait, Mitch, I listened to the show because I love you very much. And boy, I, we were in a band together, and you seem to know less about musical instruments. You played now. a seven string guitar. You played one. Uh, well, a lot has happened for you, Mitch, since we last saw you. Yeah, you got married. I did. You had, were we not married when you I you were that? not married when we did oh, this. Oh show. my god, does that make it like four over four years? Yeah, we got married mm-hmm. in twenty. 19. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was pre-wedding. It was pre-pandemic. Yep. It was pre-you becoming a father. It was, yeah. All it was pre-Jenny leaving the show. Pre-Jenny <laughs> leaving the show. All these yeah. things have happened. Yeah. So now I got to know. So is she just, is she in your biz now? Because she doesn't have a show anymore? She, she just doesn't have to out? listen to a record she's three like, times. Like, are, are, are you like wake up in the morning and she's like just laying on your shoulder like, well, good morning. And you're like, shouldn't you be listening to Corn Album? Like, oh, you don't have the pot anymore. Yeah, she's pulling records out, just like going through the liner notes, being like, did you read these? <laughs> 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 Did she give you any tips before you came today? She um, 
Uh, I think she, yes. She said, well, she was like, have you listened to the album? And I said, yes. And she said, how many times have you listened to it? Mm. And I was like, uh, this seems like a leading question. I, how many times should I listen to it? And she gave, I mean, I've heard you, I've heard y'all talk about the, the mm-hmm. Christ gal right. method before. So, um, I think there was, and you saying Indigo Basement the other day where I was like, uh, yeah, I'm excited to go, uh, to go see those guys and, and go to the, uh, the new metal basement. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't it have a name? She was like, yeah, I think it's the Indigo Basement. And I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> like, <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Cringy inaccuracies. <laughs> ah. uh, well, perfect. Well, we are very happy to have you here today, Mitch. I sent you a list of albums to pick, and you messaged me back, and you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skim through these. And then you said, Dry Kill Logic. I did. Let's fucking go. So we are doing The Dead and Dreaming. By Dry Kill Logic, their second album. It's and been a long time since we've done the first one. Yes. Yeah, so the first one we did, and I want to say 2017. Wow. Maybe something like that. So the original episode for The Darker Side of Nonsense by Dry Kill Logic came out October 18th, 2017 for us. Wow. There you go. Yep. All right. So this album. The Dead and Dreaming came out October 5th, 2004. Good year. But that is a come down record. It is a come down record. You say good year for you, Mitch. What was going on for you in 2004? Oh, let's see. 2004, I, let's see, it was probably in 11th grade, 12th grade. Mm -hmm. And it was in a band, you know, that was going to be it. That was it. That was my, yeah. My mom. Was my, this Hawkinson's? No, this was prior to Hawkinson. This was my I was a Christian at the time. This was during my Christian phase. Mm. Um, so we were a Christian band. Okay. Okay. Well, are I you know, sure? Are you sure I you know were a for sure band? that if, I think so. I think I if was. there was a message board dedicated to your band, there would have been a lot of discussions on whether or not you were a Christian. Band. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as we found, any band that has any sort of Christian leaning, there's gonna be a debate. Mm. amongst people that are like there definitely are they get to the boards yeah, yeah. but then there's going to be people that like your music who aren't christian and thus they have questions about are you actually christian i see is that true do you have any song titles from that era you know i don't remember any of the song titles per se because it was not a um we never really like recorded an album or like did the classic <laughs> like band stuff i think we were just too young to know like what to do, you know, mm-hmm. and we were also just super naive about everything. So it was, mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. In my life, I've heard the words show business said a lot. Yeah. And I always focused on the show part. Right. And never paid attention to the business part. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sam, well, that I remember at the time, this other band who was like our kind of counter, you know, we played all the shows together. They were always like, you got to treat your band like a business. And that really kind of like fucked with me. I remember at the time being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got, you know, this has got to be my job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I told my mom I'm not going to college to be in a band. It's all about the band. And uh, but yeah, I think that is what kind of I don't know. I had to I had to shake that. I think the whole business or just like I don't know. There is there is as an artist, I think you cannot worry about the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people who can do both, 
but they are rare. I think more often than not, the artist just needs to focus on the art mm-hmm. and have a team around them that recognize the value of their art that helps them get to that place that they need to be. Yeah. Kurt you Cobain. Know. Yeah. Just, mm, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. Like, I would not be like, you know who's going to be a great businessman? <laughs> Kirk Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I also love that. You know who's going to be a great businessman? And then fill in any name. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's going to be a great businessman? <laughs> yeah. uh, Warren Buffett. <laughs> well, you, you knew it. You, got, you nailed that. <laughs> First uncringy accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> so, The Dead and Dreaming by Dry Kill Logic. 2004, Come Down Record. Lauren, what do you got? Who's in this band? Oh, man. In That's the band. first time I've ever asked that on this yeah. <laughs> uh, In this band, Matt, um, you know what? I think we've got a... Cringy inaccuracy. We've got, I know we've, I've done it before. We've got a physical copy of the album here. Oh, yeah. And Mitch, you've got it over there with you. And I'm going to need it because for some reason on the Wikipedia page for this album, it doesn't... It tells me... Oh, wait. It does have everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Rob... Caggiano, guitar, engineer, producer, A&R, mixing. Cliff Regano on lead vocals. Phil Arcuri, guitar, drums, group member, okay, oh. <laughs> photography, producer. Jason Bozzi, guitar, bass, guitar, group member, producer. And David Kowach on bass, guitar. Ooh, they got the Kowach. They got the Kowach. <laughs> Kowach watch. Kowach watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, producer on this record, Eddie Wool. Phil Arcuri, Jason Bozzi. Phil, uh, Eddie Wool, he's got a Wikipedia page. Three producers on this? Listen, man. The Dead and the Dreaming, you need everybody you can behind those <laughs> behind that glass in front of those boards, hitting them buttons, <laughs> saying, uh, let me slide this up. Let me try that again. Eddie Wool, he was originally an artist who was signed to Epic, Electra, and Mercury Island and he had a production deal with Roadrunner Records. And he had his first band at age 15, signed his first record deal at age 25. His producing credits include Fuel, Anthrax, Smile Empty Soul, Jesse Malin, Cara Diarguardi. Okay. Who's American Idol judge? Okay. They list him. He was the producer on Primer 55's Introduction to Mayhem. Holy shit. Yes. He also worked on the album Can't Breathe by Boiler Room which is something that someone had sent to me and said, but you never heard of this shit. And they were right. They were right. I had I, I have this, that one. I mean, it's called Can't Breathe. This well-researched machine over here yeah, listen, heard listen, of the band. Listen, did I, did I immediately try to find it on Discogs and then buy it and then forget about it until this very moment as we talk about it on the show? Absolutely. Yeah. But I can tell you, I got it for I got 99 cents. Yeah, probably got it for like $1.28. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this guy, he's been in it. Apparently, he's also worked with, I'm just going to hit you with some of these. These are some big names. Big names. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, the Springtone. Mm, Robbie. <laughs> Spring- <laughs> the Springtone. <laughs> Robbie Krieger. Robbie Krieger. Yep. Doors. Ro- doors. Oh, <laughs> next one. Next <laughs> one. <laughs> Roger Daltrey. No, no, no. Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey. Oh, forget it. We'll go back to him. Cringy old bits. Chino Marino. Who? <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. Now we're dealing with some big guns. Big gun. Jacob Dylan. Oh, from J. From, from famously from Jacob. <laughs> from, and, and from Bob Dylan's ball. 
Josh Homme. Nice. Ooh. Um, Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's Caius. see. All right. I'm going to put. How you pronounce it? That's right. All right. Now, this one Chris Shiflet. Don't know. Oh, the Shiflet. Don't know. He is in the Foo Fighters. Oh. He's one of the eight dudes that are in the Foo Fighters now playing guitar. Is he is he an, uh, a regular member? <gasps> He's a regular member. Is he the one that was in like uh Oh shit, what was that band? It was like a punk band. No, oh. no, that's the bassist. You're thinking of Nate Mendelssohn who was in Sunny Day Real Estate. No, no? I'm thinking of the guitar player. He plays the uh he plays the Thunderbird. Okay, Chris Shiflet says here he was previously in no use for an A. Boom, there it is. And me first in, in the gimme He's gimme. in me first in the gimme yeah, gimme. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw them live at Warp Tour great. 2004, I think. Oh, there we they go. Were, they were great. They were and so good. And then the good. novelty kind of wore off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, now he's in Foo Fighters. He's got to put food in his family. Come yeah. Got to put that food on your family. Got to. He was at the time, too, I think. Well, it says here that he was in me first in the gimme gimme's from 1995 to 2019. Mm-hmm. So basically he would well, go, he, he'd, yeah, he'd play my hero. Yep. And he'd say, "All right, guys, give me the Hawaiian shirt. I got, I gotta go. I gotta go get and up. Get me with around you. Fat Mike and his love <laughs> of cocaine. <laughs> I got, I'll be back. I'll be back. I promise." Um, yes, yeah, so you worked with him apparently on something, and he also worked with Jada Pinkett Smith and Dimebag. Ooh, R.I.P. R.I.P. And also, he has won six Emmy Awards, um, which has a cited source, but then Wikipedia says you need a better source. So, six Emmy Awards. Six Emmy Awards. And he also did work for the Super Bowl and the NFL and CBS. He won that. The NBA on NBC, the Rio Olympics. The NHL, NCAA basketball. That makes me feel like he did a guitar line for like a bumper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. PGA Golf and CBS. Young Sheldon. Oh, God. And also, the Late Late Show. You know, when I watched The Big Bang Theory, (laughs) which I did religiously, Mm -hmm. I was like, I wonder what this guy was like when he was a kid. (laughs) Man, I wonder so much. There's a heap of backstory here. Oh, I just feel like, how did he become this? Uh, One other interesting note on this uh, gentleman's uh, production history. He did produce Bitterness the Star by 36 Crazy Fists. Holy shit, yeah. Which, Matt, you may remember, is an album that neither of us remember doing on this show. But we did do this. We did do it. There's an episode, just a recording, of you and me and Jenny talking about it for like 90 minutes. (laughs) At least. Gone. No memory. Gone. It's funny how that works. I'm never going to forget this episode, though. I can tell you that much. I can tell you that. I mean, (laughs) like, I never forget an episode of Young Sheldon. (laughs) Because, I mean, you watch The Big Bang Theory. Right. uh, Religiously. Religiously. Um, I got to tell you, anytime you start a new office job, someone will say to you, you watch The Big Bang Theory. Bazinga. And you're just like... Yeah, especially if you say you like comics, they're like, oh, well, then you must be just binging the theory. And I was like, um, actually, no. <laughs> I'm a real but... two and a half men guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a two and a half men guy. And then I just click it off. Um, yeah, so, uh, but when no, I enjoy jacking off into my own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I'm into. That's, the, like, that's the comedy I like. And then, well, then the, you know, then they say, "Well, pff, you need to watch Young Sheldon." <laughs> I'm like, You're gonna love Young Sheldon. You're gonna love it. Um, How do you get in this situation? Oh boy, he put um, his legs on the wall. I guess. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know what? I want to just mention about this album briefly. Uh, <laughs> this album. <laughs> this album. The Dead and the Dreaming. The by Dead Dragon and the Dreaming. Logic? Yes. Um, it has two genre tags on Wikipedia: metalcore, right, and new metal. Okay. 
This is very this is very metalcore, I would say to me. Yeah. Ooh, a yeah. little spoiler. A little yeah. <laughs> so so oh, according to the Wikipedia, Mitch let you know in the flop. Like I am holding an eight. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah so this one they um according to Wikipedia, um the band takes a different direction, leaving the new metal sound and changing into metalcore. And I think that is an accurate way to say it because it isn't totally metalcore, but they are changing as the album proceeds. Mm. Yes. Um, and there is an international version that for some reason changes one of the songs. I don't know why. We're not going to do that. And there was only one review on the Wikipedia. It was from All Music. Three and a half out of five stars. That seems good. That seems pretty good. Let me see if I can... If that one is still... Is that a dead link? Or is it... Oh, it's real. It's there. It was reviewed by Alex Henderson. And he said, The 90s saw the rise of two very different responses to hardcore. One was metalcore, a totally ferocious style that thrives on sensory assault for the sake of sensory assault. The other was screamo, a more forgiving style that balances the brutal and the melodic. But falling into one category doesn't necessarily mean being oblivious to the other, and this dry kill logic outing underscores that fact. Dead and Dreaming is first and foremost a metalcore disc. Those who appreciate the harshness and ferocity of Brickbath, Throwdown, or Hatebreed should have no problem getting into the vicious hammer-to-the-skull offerings like The Perfect Enemy and Paper Tiger. Wow. Really? Wow. Now, what I know about Hatebreed is that uh, there have been several people losing uh, appendages in their mosh pits, and I don't know if I would put them in the same category as a band with the word dry (laughs) <laughs> and the first, w- the first word in their name. I want to. This was wet kill logic. Wet, wet kill? kill logic. Different yeah, story. different story. Get the ponchos. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a little Splash question. Splash zone logic. <laughs> I-, I have a little question about a band called Brickbath. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with. Not Brick familiar Bath. with Brickbath. Although I'm loving this name. The visual there it's creating yeah. in my head is very visceral. You know, right now Jenny is just itching going. They fucking talked about Brick Bath. <laughs> this is Brick Stand Up by Brick Bath. So I hear this and I hear this is. Number one, pretty fucking great. Uh, two, feels much more in that hard, not like punk hardcore vibe, but like more hardcore, that other hardcore right, yeah, that yeah. kind of exists. I'm not mm-hmm. limber enough for it, but I could do maybe a spin kick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is a spin kick song. For Were sure. you a spin kicker, Mitch? No, I never really got too into that. Okay. That was more of the, uh, you know, I was the, the around the edges you know the blocker. Ooh, the blocker. Oh, okay. blocker yeah, yeah, you got a blocker. Blocker is right. clutch. You need a blocker in the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I did anything, I would do like the weird skank. Oh uh, yeah. I'm a big give, get those yeah. knees up, get <laughs> yeah. those arms up. Now, now one of my favorite stories about you, Mitch, was you and I and your friends going to see the reunited Bear versus Shark show. Yes. And you were. In like, your glory is my you were understanding. In, you were so in the zone, and I'll never forget you. We were standing there. The show's been going. They've just been crushing it. And you said, if they do bus, no bus. 
I'm going into the pit. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then they immediately started Bus No Bus, and you were gone. Like, you just <laughs> were just in, and then you came, at the song was done, you came out, and you were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, did you crowd kill some people? Like, I don't know. I, you know what? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. What Let's a great fucking experience. Yeah. I love every moment of that, because, like, I could probably just do one song at my age. <laughs> yeah. So to be like, if they do this one, we got to rip the lid off oh, this yeah. bitch. Yeah. That yeah. band in particular, yeah, because they were like, oh, my God. I was mm. obsessed, mm-hmm. obsessed with them in high school. Mm-hmm. And they were local, too. Yeah. So you could be like, you could go. You, you could know, actually see them. I saw them at the Flint Local, like, a handful of times when mm. no, I was the only person, like, at the front of the stage singing every word along. And, like, no one, there's no mm. one there, you mm. know. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Beautiful. Incredible show. Incredible show. Um, so yeah, so it seems like, um, it seems like, like this reviewer liked the album a lot. A yeah. Lot. And he's, <laughs> I mean, he's throwing a lot of just, I mean, yeah, we could go. I mean, uh, lead vocalist Cliff Regano favors angry, cathartic death all over your face screaming. And more often than not, Dead and Dreaming is a nasty, cruel sledgehammer of an album. Mm. Well, I mean, context is key, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the thing I keep thinking about. Like, in like listening to an album like this, mm-hmm. and it's, like, not really making me that excited, but, like, at the time, you know, there wasn't a ton of stuff like this out. Right. You mm-hmm. know, you can, you can nasty, cruel sledgehammer. Okay. You have a sledgehammer, mm-hmm. a regular one. Okay. Ah, that's, that's a sledgehammer. All right. Then you have, like, a sledgehammer with nails coming out the side that have been welded. Yeah. That's that okay. could be in welded there. the nails to the head of yeah, the sledgehammer. Yeah, like well like n- yeah, and to the side of it. So okay. like now we have a sledgehammer covered in nails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Um so when I was in elementary school, um I was obsessed with the Punisher. We keep talking about the Punisher on the show. <laughs> and um and then they made they did the whole series that was set in the future. So it was like Spider-Man 2099 and Punisher 2099. And so my dad knew that I loved that. So then my dad found a shirt that was the Punisher 2099. And on the back of it is him with like all of his futuristic gear and guns and everything. And had this thing called a density bat. And basically you would just use a gauge on it to make it how tough you want this bat to be. (laughs) So it can be as tough as steel or it can be just like hard rubber, depending on how much you want to beat someone's ass with it. (laughs) And I remember, though, that in this picture, it's hanging off the back of his backpack or whatever, and it's got like spikes on it too. And my dad was like, well, my son enjoys comics, whatever. I'll wear this shirt. It'll be fun, you know. My dad wore it to Disney World on a family vacation. My dad tells this story all the time. And we were in line for the Dumbo ride, and a woman standing behind my dad, my dad heard her go, this shirt is sick. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> my dad's like, it's just the Punisher, whatever, you know? What's can't help you. Can't it's help the Punisher. You. Yeah. But when you bring up the sledgehammer with the spikes, I'm just like, well, it's just like the Punisher's density bat. <laughs> but like, you see, but like, you could go, oh, that's a... Real gnarly, mean old sledgehammer because it's got all those nails on it, and then you just see a sledgehammer covered in blood, and like that's the fucking gnarly, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that's a gnarly sledgehammer, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's a sledgehammer with the story, right? Yeah, like yeah, it has bone fragments on it. <laughs> that's a gnarly one, but you're like, no, a spiky one, yeah, you know, because you have no 
additional context. I made right. my point, and then I yes. just kept talking. You, like you a know, that's fucking idiot. It's okay, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> man. Uh, cringy over explanation. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Your friend is gonna rip us apart. <laughs> oh man, these comments. You know what though? Good review, bad review. We still count them. That's still correct. Count them. They yeah, still count. I'll count towards the. Cotton mouth, King. puff puff, pass me to wait. Oh yeah, so so much. So four twenty, four twenty, four twenty. So yeah, so basically, we we did the two hundred reviews. Mm-hmm. We did the three hundred reviews. The Bloodhound three pound pound. Bloodhound three pound pound. So now, if we get four hundred reviews, and this is across all formats, so okay. reviews on Spotify, reviews on Apple Music. So we're double counting, and we don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, so if we get four hundred and twenty. We'll do a Cotton Mouth Kings episode. Nice. Yeah. So, the Cottonmouth Puff Puff, puff pass. pass me that CD. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, so I have a physical copy of the album here. I purchased it off of eBay from the eBay seller Amy Bark for four dollars and five Amy. Shout out Amy. Um, I wanted to say that I can see what they were going for with these liner notes. You cannot read these. No, <laughs> this yeah. font, gray on gray. This font is so tiny, and then. The background is so dark, you cannot read uh, this you without know what, a magnifying You know what glass. I want our liner notes to look like? <laughs> the beginning of seven. The, the <laughs> fucking credits to seven. Hey, who you got doing our liner notes? Uh, you know, that, that dude, the bad guy from seven. He's going to do it. He's got really great penmanship, but it's incredibly small, but we're going to be able to fit all our thank yous in. Want to be able to read them? What do you want? You want this done now, or you want it done right? Okay. We want Fincher to put all the negative <laughs> effects on it. Well, also it folds out like almost and seemingly endlessly. It keeps folding. Yeah. It's very long. <laughs> that there very isn't long. a nude woman on how, how much that folds out. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is that when I fold out a liner notes this much, I'm hoping there's there's a, na- a naked woman at the end. Yeah. That's my reward for all the unfolding oh, I've just God. done. <laughs> what a dream! Or at least one in the tray behind the oh, desk. Oh yeah, but then the you tray. Know? You take the tray out. And instead, quote. you get what looks to be the silhouette of a church at the bottom with a quote that I will read. That you can read the quote. Um, we the unwilling, led by the unknowing, are doing the impossible for the ungrateful. We've been doing so much for so long with so little, and uh, so little we are. N- I, I can't see that part. We are can- not capable of doing anything. We are not capable of doing anything with nothing. And then that is attributed to unknown. Of course. Well, yeah, un, unwilling, unwilling, un, un, un this, unknown. On that. Unknown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just imagine you know some guy named Greg came up with it, and they're like, "You want to put your name on?" It? He's yeah. like, "No, no, I'm, I'm Alan uh, Smithy. Uh, <laughs> I'm unknown." Um, but yeah, very hard to read these liner notes. So yeah, I mean, unless you're, you know what, you know who would nail these liner notes? Sherlock Holmes. He's got, the, he's got the he's got the magnifying glass. Yes. He does. Yeah. He's he does. pull it out and he'd be like, "The case of the liner notes." <laughs> I'm gonna read them. This like, w- this uh this cover art was funny because mm-hmm. uh, I was mentioning uh, Jenny and I go um, whenever we drop Sophie off for daycare, we go to this little diner around the corner, and I get a plate every time. I get the same plate, and it has this design on it with these like trees. And every time I'm like, "This tr- this plate is so early 2000s." And then we go to do this <laughs> album, and that's the tree that. It's on the plate. No way. It's the same tree. No yes, way. it is. Yes, it it's was the same tree. Faded. Faded. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I maybe that's how they found it. Maybe they went to a diner and they were like, guys, we got to get Albmart. What and, do you got? 
as someone's finishing, finishing. taking finishing. a last bite of pancake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's finishing up, you know. And there's probably some other guys like, what do we just do? Like a dude getting his head kicked in or something. Like, how we done? And that? it's the guy in the corner who hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, you guys? He flips that plate up. The eggs fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it is a very forlorn looking tree with some birds flying off it over uh, over a graveyard. And then there is a a little guy over here in the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, He's he's dreaming around the dead. mm, It's true. Oh, it just it just clicked. So the the graveyard on the front, Mm -hmm. the dead. Yeah. Now the inside tray, the church, the dreaming. Ooh. There it is. Uh, if anybody per- needs any album artwork done yeah. that has a high concept, get a hold of me. Yeah, get a hold of Mitch. <laughs> He's got something for you. Okay, so we've covered all of that, which is perfect. Um, we've got our Punisher reference in. Great. Uh, this was put out by Repossession Records along with SPV. Um, I don't believe we've dealt with either of those ever. Um, and we talked about, I think we've talked about everything else. This is, um, I believe this is, is this the final, uh, no, they did one more record they after, did do this one more one after this called one. a vengeance and violence. There's no wiki for that one though. When you click it, it just takes you back to the, that's never a good page. sign. Not, not never a good sign. Um, oh, they did have a single in 2020 though, that I'm sure we played at the time. Called Don't See Ghosts. Don't See Ghosts. Hey, just like me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, then I think we're ready to dive in Ooh. to this record. Track number one Lost. There it is. <laughs> okay, I would open that. That is activated a pit. Strong start. Boy. That's my first time hearing it on headphones, and it hits a little harder. Okay, so you but you did all of your listens just over the air, stereo, and uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Did you okay. do a car ride on it? I did. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. A did you listen to it ride. with your daughter? No. Okay. I did Good not. for you. Okay. Good for you. Good dad. <laughs> all right, Jenny listened to every album with your daughter. I just don't. I don't know if you knew that. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So every especially Macho room. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she's probably playing that as we speak. Tell me, Mitch. How much Macho Man are you experiencing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I mean, I'm bringing a lot of Macho Man into the world because now she has enjoyed that album so much that I, it really is making me happy. And because <laughs> I keep being like, I've been revisiting a lot of like, uh, like '98 era WCW, and Macho Man is a big part mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk about Macho Man all the time, and I feel like I can. So it's exciting. <laughs> there it is. There it <laughs> is. is that Attitude Era? Because I have to ask. Because well, WWF would have been. Uh, the Attitude Era, but yes, they were. That was during the the Monday Night Wars. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's when the WCW and WWF were like head to head. Okay. They mm. were like, but WCW at this time was kind of out, like beating them 
a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, because there used this to be is a, the Hollywood Hogan. It is the Hollywood. And yes. the, when he really he had that be a man beard. Yeah. Like the, the very strange black, black <laughs> yes. shoe. There was just leather. this great there was just this great uh interaction between Hollywood and Macho Man that I saw because it's it's the NWO is currently happening, but it's before they That's split. what I was going for. NWO. Oh, okay, yeah. The new yes. Yeah, so it's before they split to the red and black NWO. So there's there's heat between Macho Man and, and Hulkster. Mm. And there's this 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 scene I saw the other day where it's Hogan going I'm kicking you out of the NWO. And Macho Man goes, You think you're kicking me out? I'm kicking you out. <laughs> I, I rewound and played and rewound and played and re- so many times. These are grown men. Uh, yes. Grown men. You're kicking me out. You're kicking me out. I'm kicking you out. And then I just imagine one of them going, Can he do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's kicking who out? Oh, God. oh boy! Oh, uh, well, I'm glad to hear that. That is wonderful to hear. This um, song fucking rips, bro. Yeah. yeah, Matt, I wrote in my notes: hot, open, grinding, power, chug with screams. These guys come to crush. Yeah, that's hardcore to me. That's that opening. That's a that's hardcore. That's that's what I would call because that's like, yeah, like early mid two thousands. That that's yeah, that's what I would call that. Okay, what um, what weapon are we assigned to this, Matt? Ooh, uh, this is a bludgeon, uh, like a mace. A mace. Okay, Matt's assigning a mace to this song. Perfect. Songmeanings.com, only one comment. Ooh. Shocked. Shocked. I wanted to get in there and be like, how are there not more comments on this <laughs> song? It's from commenter 916-915-707-7017. Oh, cool. <laughs> Naming a bunch of numbers. <laughs> I, I think it might be a phone number, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dragon Kill Logic's phone line. <laughs> uh, this person said, not entirely sure, but I think this song is about things Things that somebody's done to him, and now all those things come back to haunt that person. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyric I wrote down, I have nothing. Everything's taken from me. Force what's inside out of on those that try to hide. No give, all take. This will bend, but never break. I see, I hate all the love you try and fake. Wow. Wow. There you go. Any other thoughts on this one, Mitch? It's good. There you go. I like <laughs> it. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I I kind of felt also a little slipknotty mm. because mm-hmm. they kind of have that also that that double kick. Yeah, yeah. Like the aggression, mm-hmm. it felt very similar to like um, the after the noise part of people equal shit when it kind of gets into that like first part before the before the chorus mm-hmm. where it's like straight. But that is very hardcore as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The aggression on it is great. I mm-hmm. felt like they kept it. I was I was into this one. Pit activate almost immediately. Like there you go. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I can always appreciate when some when the, when you make an effort to kick your kick your record off right. You know, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna do if we're a gonna record, do it, open let's it right. Do yes. This. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Real. Yeah. You're right. Like like us. We kicked this episode right off. Right off. <laughs> right off. <laughs> right off. <laughs> Did not take us 20 minutes to play one song. No, absolutely. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. Uh, all right. Next up, the uh, the first and only single from the album, Paper Tiger.
The snare is teetering on uh, saying anger. I was going to say it's a stanger <laughs> snare. <laughs> you know, some people heard it and were just like, well, tell if he's doing it. Ooh. <laughs> Matt's got his hands up in the air. Were they singing on the first record? Uh, I think it was a mix and uh, mix. A little mix, mix, but like that is a praise and worship chorus that I don't recall from the first record. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, that's a real like call to Jesus. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like <laughs> we all need forgiveness. <laughs> I wrote my notes. Spirit set us free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote my notes that that was a real. Let me see them lighters chorus. Um, but the you've got this frantic riffing. Only way I can look at it. Like Hot a, top. Riffing like yeah. someone's holding a gun. Like, you've got to riff fucking hard right now. Um, I wrote Crushing is the name of the game. Uh, this feels pretty new. Um, there's some cool weedly guitar noises, um, which I believe is a technical term oh, guitars yeah. use, right? Definitely. You, you, like, your producer turned to you and be like, Mitch, I need more weedily. And you're Absolutely. like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Um, there's a cool bridge at 215. I can see why they picked this as the single. I think it's a hot one. Now, did they pick it as the single because it's got the singiest part? I think so. Because there's other singing parts later, but this one is is like the most like. And you know, maybe they were trying to broaden their audience. Mm. What are you telling me? Are you telling me? Tell Jenny that we did that, but then we stopped. Out of respect for, <laughs> out of respect for yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think they were definitely trying to broaden, broaden their audience a little bit with this one. The interesting thing to me about this song is how drastic of a shift that is, but how in line with most new metal that it's like this interesting bridge between like what we hear now with like a tetriarch or something like that, where mm -hmm. it goes like blast beats insane and then all of a sudden it is just like and i'm the light <laughs> it's like where the fuck did this guy come from <laughs> but like 2004 this kind of makes sense because there is yeah this is like a bridge because metalcore is coming mm -hmm. if it's not already here right but like i can, I can just kind of see like there's there's this has a big Slipknot vibe to me, mm -hmm. but I haven't listened to a lot of other hardcore. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, I've listened to hardcore punk tons, but that's like way different than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, bands could could hear this and be like, okay, we're comfortable now just doing the metalcore event, you know? Mm -hmm. like, right. Okay, mm -hmm. these guys are getting out here and they're putting their little, the singy part in here to appeal to a wider audience. Well, we can do... That our version of that without the singy, mm -hmm. right? And and the singy part is a huge part of new metal to me, where like you get to those choruses and they're they're pop. There's a lot of pop choruses when we talk mm -hmm. about Ross Robinson. When we talk about Ross's rules, have a chorus that people can glom onto is a big part of that. Yeah, and um, I I I see a transition with this band. I don't think they're super new through and through, mm -hmm. but like. It's, you can see, like, okay, that was the blueprint, but now there's also another thing that's happening. Right, yeah. That's wild, dude. Mm. I, I, I really like it so far. 
So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens yeah, next. Yeah, that riff in, in particular reminded me of a band, uh, Misery Signals. Have you ever heard that name? That they were like a familiar. They were like a mid, early, mid-2000s metalcore okay. band. But right. like, yeah, that was very much like a Misery Signals vibe, I thought. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. So this song had a video. Mitch, <laughs> you and I watched this video. Yeah. I just wrote down a quick summary. An Asian woman in a pink slip is wandering the streets. She's got nowhere to go. She goes into a church. She finds dry kill logic, and they are shredding. Mm-hmm. They're shredding at a level like they're sweaty. Like when she gets there, they've been shredding. They are mm-hmm. wet kill logic. They are wet kill logic <laughs> at this moment, indeed. Um, this is their rehearsal space. Yeah, they rehearse. They this pay ju- for this. Yeah, they and this. I got to tell you, the look of this band, they got it all. Dreads. Yes. Two bald guys. Check. Chin piercings. Check. Weird facial hair. Got it. Cargo pants. Check. Uh, drum, uh, did they have the drum rack? I don't remember. Uh, I feel like that's it. You gotta th- have the I drum I think rack. he might have had the drum rack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely had a lot of drums. He had yes. a lot of stuff to hit. Yeah. That boy was not without things to hit. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> My kingdom for a snare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she sits on the floor and watches them perform. And she's surrounded by newspaper. And at the end, the camera shows her, and she is done up in like a full robe, like she's all she's no longer just wandering in a in a slip, and she has made a paper tiger with the newspaper. There it is. There it is. And it just shows the the thing right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, but I mean, I cannot get over how into it the band is in this performance. They are so sweaty. <laughs> they have been working so hard. They might be so sweaty because they have too many layers on. <laughs> like, the guitarist is like, he's got, I feel like he's got like a hoodie and a jacket, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got these, like, what might be just the thickest cargo pants. And then the longest dreads, and he is shredding. That's his uniform. Yeah. That's what he, you know, yeah. that's how he dresses for Mitch, rock. When, when you are playing shows, how much thought did you put into your rock outfit not none okay um but definitely some because mm-hmm. there's i would say there are rules the soft rules okay N- shorts are usually a no-no i would agree with depending that. on the band you know if you're goldfinger sure yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah. but yeah. yeah shorts uh typically a known for me anyways um oh wait or Fred Durst. Fred Durst can wear shorts. Yeah. If you're a real yeah. big fish, you can yes. wear shorts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scabans can wear shorts. <laughs> he can wear shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowling for soup. <laughs> you Honestly, wear... if Bowling for Soup walked out in pants, I'd be like, what happened what here? Happened Something's going that? on. What? I expect you motherfuckers to be in jorts. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're going to be playing the new stuff. Let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got more sensible? Oh, no. Not oh. mature Bowling for Soup. <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Back in 1998. <laughs> no, these no. guys, they ran out of gas. <laughs> it used to be really full throttle. <laughs> oh, God, remember when they were, like, fun? Oh, yeah, remember Bully Super Good? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bully for Soup, really eating shit on an episode not, not about them. Not about them. No, no, no. Um, yeah, okay, so no shorts. Um, and I would go probably no hat either, you know, no baseball hat. Mm. Um, I know people are getting into the, um, me and Jenny call them the voice hat now where it's basically just like uh the holy mountain hat you know what i'm talking the like flat brim people are doing that it's a huge look really yeah yeah like uh i I, yeah we call it the voice hat because anytime the show the singing competition show Uh the voice comes on every single contestant wears that hat wow so we call it the voice hat interesting 
Interesting. So that, I mean, depending on the type of artist you are, you know, if you're some kind of Orville Peck, maybe that's okay. Uh, but if you're, yeah. if you're, I'm, I'm going from this, this, this genre, this, this mm. world. Right, you right, know? right. Yeah. No shorts. Yeah. Avoid the hats. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's it. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Plain, plain. You know, maybe just black pants, black shirt. When you would perform, were you thinking plain shirt? Were you thinking there's a graphic tee I'm going to rock? Like, what was your move? I think at the time, if I had, like, a, a one I really wanted to show off, mm-hmm. a graphic tee. Mm-hmm. But now that uh, I'm just surrounded by graphic tees it's true. nonstop. We have not mentioned this. The other big thing that's happened since we last had you on the show is yeah. you started Mitch's Prince. I did, yeah. You're making these incredible shirts. I've got a couple. I love them. They're so comfortable. You made this Thanks. one for Orion Pictures. I love it. Um, and I mean, it's from what I can tell from your Instagram business booming. Yeah, it's actually picking up. It's getting, yeah, I've been like busy the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's been pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. That's great. So that's the uniform that we're talking about when you're performing. Songmeanings.com. Oh, the best. Here we go. So we got a comment from Lincoln Park 8474. This song to me is about someone getting betrayed. Mm. And then they quote the lyric, Never give, never bend. It is all a lie to you, and all you do is seem to remind me of all the times and the ways I would have died for you, and this is all the thanks that you'll show me. Yeesh. Reminds me of someone giving all they have to this one person who then just turns around and backstabs them like there's nothing, they're nothing and not important. The song is also about how the person who was getting backstabbed finally realizes what's going on and puts all the pieces together. I like that. Just, yeah. just the idea of you're getting repeatedly backstabbed and you're like, what is in my back? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, oh. Uh, and they quote another lyric. This is not the same, not now, never, no, not again, when the dreams and the truth came colliding. And then they said the truth and what the person thought of the backstabbing uh, backstabbing one came together and finally made stat- sense. The music video is also really cool for this, so check it out on Headbangers Ball. Nice. Yeah, it's from December 14th, 2004. That's awesome. Um, uh, this person's comment, this is um, Edge Edge in S-Buddy. Edge in, okay. Uh, they said, awesome song. On Dracologic's website, they say it's about the bullshit that happens in the music industry. Mm. No one's going to backstab you like the music business. Dude, I'll tell you right here and right now. Yeah, Matt. They're going to get you back. They're going to get you. With a knife. They're going to get you. Quick, quick cue. I did step away there for a moment. Yeah, Matt. Was there ever, did any of these comments become the history teacher? Well, Matt. Um, I don't think there's anything where there's a history teacher situation, but there's just this comment. It's from Slip Mud Switch Logic. This is someone who could not pick which Slip band they like the most. Oh, I like them all. So they're like, <laughs> I like, I like Slip Mud. I like Mud Vein. I like. What's, what's the switch from? Switch foot. Switch. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah, what a, well, that's maybe that's why they combined them because they were like, I have a wide range of interests. <laughs> that is a wide range of interests right there. <laughs> I'm listening to Slipknot, I'm listening to Mudvayne, I'm also listening to a little bit of Switchfoot. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I'm does the it. mud in the name have two D's or one? One, one D. Oh, okay. so it's definitely Mudvayne, okay, it's yeah. not Puddle of Mud, right? <laughs> um, and, and then Our Lady. <laughs> Our Lady. I'm a big Our Lady fan. Our Lady, you know that's what the fans of Our Lady piece. Yeah, call. They call yeah. The, the, or sometimes they just call it. Dude, I dated for a heartbeat a girl that loved Our Lady piece, 
and she referred to them as Heart Lady. Fuck. Really? That's oh, why he, yeah, I just saw. Why it was, he, he, Matt dated her for a literal heartbeat, so that's <laughs> yeah. why. We went on one date. Yeah. I took her to see Cigarettes. I had front row seats. Nice. And then afterwards, things fell apart. Uh, <laughs> yep. Were you in the car? And she's like, let's put on some Our Lady. And you're like, I beg your fucking pardon. Oh. Your fucking pardon. <laughs> I'm sure she was miserable all night because obviously Cigarettes is not what you want to see when you're. If you're into Our Lady. Our Lady. Our Lady. Like, I can't understand this. Yeah. You're, she, she, in her head, she's just like, we get in the car, we listen to Starseed stat. <laughs> uh, Slip Mud Lo- Switch Logic had this comment. Very neat song. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, your career is super quaint. Which they then followed with Rock Hard Dry Kill. (laughs) (laughs) Currently, currently, I love this. Currently, meaning that this is a constant debate. Currently, I think it's about searching for the truth in life. He is heeding to his calling and looking at the stuff that he could have died for while living his life, like dying for a country slash love, and then he finds out it's not real, it's fake, and not worth it. He sees other people living in vain and knows what's coming for them, but they cluelessly don't know. Wake up. Sheeple? (laughs) He finds the truth, energy that's calling. He realizes that all along it was after him. It was something that he could never escape. Paper tiger equals false tiger equals false threat. Whoa. There it is. There it is. Whoa. This is finally. <laughs> this is some real. Um, it's always sunny conspiracy board shit. And this point <laughs> at the end, you're like, oh shit, are we connecting dots? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I looked up Paper Tiger. I found out that the Chinese government used it to talk mm. about the US. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about us being a paper tiger, a threat. That when you actually see it, Matt, you have a whiteboard right here. I'm about to use it, and that is related to his relationship. (laughs) And then, Uh, and you know what? Dare you to move? Dare you? Dare you to move? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Switch foot. That's how they're ending their That's comments. how they're ending it. And then, uh, and then finally, this is a comment. I thought all of a sudden you were just like, I dare you both America's the greatest. No, 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 I'm, yeah. no I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going to the foot. Okay. I'm going to the foot. Back See, to I, the foot. I, I, if, I were to, if I were to make one that was like a combination of all my favorite bands, it would be like Sloan, Biscuit, Foot. <laughs> slow foot biz slow foot biz <laughs> and then everyone would be like oh oh wow we're we're now slow biz foot <laughs> slow biz foot. uh and then this final comment this is uh this one's straight from matt i would have thought more people would have commented on this it's such an amazing song the chorus is one of my favorite in any song i've ever heard wow <laughs> holy shit listen to more music i've heard two songs <laughs> i've heard two songs the One's first <laughs> the first one was called lost <laughs> here's the second one paper pause the record go to the computer <laughs> do the boards. do the boards. uh james of stow that was james of stow i have God. missed seeing people so badly i have on <laughs> one right now guys <laughs> holy shit <laughs> all right up next we've got buckles Ooh, sirens sirens A little johnny mar action there mm. 
You know how soon is now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this I is very un-Morrissey, though. <laughs> I am the air. <laughs> now, interesting. Go back to the last track. Play, play the first... The, and now skip to the next one. Can we go back? Can I go back? How do they differentiate? How you, know? they, you mean like in like like when they're playing? I was I was thinking like when they're writing these songs, you know, they're like, all right, you know, because I feel like when you're writing songs before they have titles, you call them like the slow one, bass song, the one with the cook, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. one, it's like the the second track is like, okay, we're gonna call that one, the chuggy open. All right, what's this one? <laughs> chuggy open two. <laughs> I just kept going back and forth between those two tracks. You know just... what? Though? I've always wondered about this, and there's. Oh, I once read an interview with uh, the one of the guys from Torch, or is it Torche? I'm always I think it's Torch. It's Torch. Yeah. And they were asking him. He was doing. I think he was doing like a track by track breakdown of one of the records, and um, they got near the end, and he was like, "I don't know. At this point, I kind of can't tell them apart." A little That's bit. amazing. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what, dude? Talk about loudest show I've ever been to. I mean, yeah." I never got to see Torch live, and I'm bummed about it. Are they broken up? Are they, they not touring? They, they stopped. Yeah, the ah. one because they it was uh, it was a monetary thing, a money thing, because basically they couldn't make enough money, no. and uh, and also they were, um, I think the lead singer lived like two thousand miles from the rest of the guys. Oh, really? And so yeah, it just didn't make any sense, and so he Man. was like, "I'm gonna stop." He's like, "I can't do it anymore." And That's I guess a they're bummer. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, even when the when the pandemic hit and everybody was like, you know, throwing out, buy my T-shirt so we can stay afloat. That was the one I was like, I gotta buy the torch shirt. Mm-hmm. I gotta keep torch in business, and it so, didn't yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. You saved your money. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dick! I've hole. never worn it. I, I, Matt's like you. You, you fucking idiot! You should have saved your. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you got a. What kid. a fucking dick and a half move! Mitch, you got a kid and you're buying torch shirts. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? You getting home? Jenny's like, this is torch shirt, and it has Winnie the Pooh on it. What are you doing? That's awesome. Yeah, that's why I bought it. It was Winnie. Yeah, it was Winnie it. the that's, Pooh and yeah. Kiss makeup. That's cool. Oh, that's a great shirt. Well, there yeah. you go. Um, did it, we listen to enough of Buckles to talk about? Yeah, sorry. Right. I, we listened to enough. <laughs> all right, we listened to enough of Buckles for me want, to want to go to the next. Song. Okay, uh, there was no comments in songmeetings dot com. I wrote in my notes that we are riffing. The I was just thinking about the fingers and the oh, part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wrote down the lyric. Pain is deserved. So okay, Hellraiser. Uh, very much so. Um, I enjoyed the siren. Oh, love a good yeah, that love was the cool. siren. Very ominous and. I had only one question. Is this about buckles? Or is it about buckling? Ooh. Like, I'm like f- folding in? Yeah, like, like giving folding in. or like giving in or like the floor is giving way. When the walls close in around you. Oh, no one you likes that. And you buckle. Under <laughs> yeah. the pressure. This would be a good um, Get your pants <laughs> and a grab a belt And then you do the loops oh. And then you put the long part through the short part And then you find the hole Wow Damn. Matt, Matt, you're, you're one of the best uh, you know, the, Write this, this down is, Write this down Oh, my album's going to be so good <laughs> uh, My final note was It's killer all the same If it was about buckles if it was about buckling, 
as you just proven, Matt. Yeah. It's killer either way. They could have made it about, yeah, going to men's warehouse and trying on suits. It You're going to love work. the way you look. You're going to love the way you look, especially if the song is playing. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Let's do it. Next up, with Deepest Regrets. Let's go, miss everything what it seems A violent distortion of all my dreams It's steering birds inside of me Just despite the cold that seems to be When everything and nothing becomes the same Yet everyone's at fault but no one's to blame Question is, will you remain the same? Or will you have set your life away? Now I'm lost in this without all the rest It seems so close but so far away Slipknot, get out of the house. They're in <laughs> your house. Oh, wait. Nope. They just left. They left the house. They're not in your house. Aaron Lewis, get out of the house. Actually, you know what? Aaron Lewis, stay in the house. <laughs> I think a little travel would be good for you. <laughs> All right, Matt, if you go to 210, there's a bridge there that feels very non-point to me. This feels a little beat down. Like, Yeah, I wrote in my notes that we got some beat down music here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, get some cool guitar effects that sounds like a buzzsaw in the back room at one point. The chorus is a, let me, I'm going to need to see those hands chorus. I th- wrote firmly rocking. Firmly rocking. Yeah. How'd you feel about this one, Mitch? Yeah. This, uh, whenever, because the, uh, they've got the two guitars going on, and whenever you can really make good use of the second guitar as opposed to just like doubling up on the chugging the way mm-hmm. they add that sort of like that second line that you were mentioning mm-hmm. that 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 just that little bit of a flavor mm-hmm. that really goes a long way i mm-hmm. think yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah how'd you feel about this one matt you know i i definitely feel like they've got they're they're doing slipknot esque thing i keep hearing slipknot mm mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably just because the double kicks, um, his voice is similar to Corey's scream. Mm-hmm. Similar. similar. Not, not the same. Not the same. <laughs> similar. Um, but Corey can sing faster and is technically better. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they do the, the choruses, and I'm kind of like, that's interesting. This That's much more, like it does feel a little bit more like, Hey, Stain does stuff like this. Like it did give me that Aaron Lewis kind of like. He doesn't do it in Mud Shovel as much, but like Mud Shovel's verses sound like these choruses to me. You know, like it feels like the band kind of wants to take a break for a sec. You know, because they start off they're really chugging, but when you can just just sort of let it ring, you know, yeah. and lightly go on the drums. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, they, we, need a, we need a break for a yeah, second. Yeah, give us, give us just a little moment in the middle of the song. <laughs> you just sing melodically, and then we'll get back to it. Right. Don't worry, we'll get back Because you to can it. strum, you can grab your beer, take a quick drink, strum again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Have you found that, that, like, when you're looking at a set list, and you're like, okay, this is a song that's going to be, like, quote-unquote, easier, and I can, like, be more chill, and I know I can, like, pace myself and know that 
I'm going to be able to survive this set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean like we stack them mm-hmm. strategically? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I definitely have seen some bands sometimes that be like, why don't they do like 10 rippers in a row? And it's like, oh, because they're human beings who will die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to pace yourself. got to pace yourself. <laughs> um, sadly, no song meanings. Comments for this song. Um, the lyric I wrote down, though, had, I don't know if this is new metal math or new metal grammar the lyric is defining definitions of what should be one part honest and two parts mean wow i'm a Mm. bad boy i'm a bad boy (laughs) you're like one part honest you're like okay thank you for being honest but then two parts mean Whew, that's tough that's tough the double the mean to only one bit of honesty well, uh, you know, double being double mean, this that's also being a little honest too, you know. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's true. Unless you're just trying to just be vindictive. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Either way, uh an unfortunate equation. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Like how was the how was the talk? I heard you had the talk. <sighs> One part honest and two parts mean. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, it was With a good. dash of resentment. No, oh, no. Just a whisper. <laughs> oh, well, now, we, now, we, now we're into new metal recipes. <laughs> Gail Simmons over there being like, all right, we've got a little bit of honesty here. We've got two parts of mean. We're also adding a little bit of resentment. That's what I do to mine. And you're like, oh, boy, this is going to taste crazy. <laughs> Uh, all right. Up next, neither here nor missed. Mm-hmm. We're in the stew now. This is the bass song. <laughs> that, yeah, it's <laughs> the bass one. Why don't we call it neither here nor missed? <laughs> in the depths, there's a pit. <laughs> and in that pit, I put women. Yes, it's me from the silence of the lambs. <laughs> I am. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I fuck me. I fuck me. Wait a minute. Nope, I'd praise Jesus. Let's get those lighters up. <laughs> well, we shifted and his dick just popped right out. I, you know what? I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> Should die and be I'm glad we did that intro to this song because it's really sincere. <laughs> right. I can't tell if this is a chorus or a phaser or a chorus and a phaser. The guitar effect. Yeah. Mm. No. This chorus is really fucking good. You! Mitch, you're in it. You! <laughs> the, w- the, the weird thing to me is because that is a that's the best chorus they've had on the album so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, by a lot. Mm-hmm. The weird thing to me is, like, why you can't go from that barky growl to that kind of chorus. And maybe it's because of tempo. Because you're being so aggressive early in the song, right? And you're in the growl. The full change to kind of that praise and worshipy thing is such a palate cleanser that, like, you get there. But, like, I prefer that by a lot. Yeah. So it's like, how could you sonically, with syncopation, make it... 
<laughs> How could you make it work? Um, I'm such a dickhole. No one's going to get that. Nobody <laughs> going to get that. Cut it. No, but that I'm was just for us. That's just for us. Uh, <laughs> but like, how could you, how could you make that shift better? Because it's like, when I think of Lincoln Park, the thing that made Chester so strong is how Shinoda could rap and sing that part like he does, so that when Chester comes in, it is like. Boom! It hits harder, but like when you're when you're like when you're doing that, you're already getting punched, right? So like the shift to that type of chorus probably wouldn't be as impactful. But it's like, yeah, could we give it a try? You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels a little bit just like um, I don't know, cheating in a way. You know, they're like it's almost like they're not really. I don't know. They're feeling like what they came up with initially is not going to be cool enough. And they're like, mm. how do we, let's try and break it up. You know, can we throw in a, let's throw in a singy, but. Well, you know, I mean, there might be a thought of just, they don't, they're trying to not be monotonous. They're trying to mix things up yeah, because yeah. we definitely have done some albums where it's like scream, scream, scream. And then we're just going to scream some more, but you've already screamed. So there's no, you can't get any more scream. That's where you got to utilize the bass. You got to utilize the drums. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. give the drums there, give the the drums a moment you know mm-hmm. scream over just drums because if the goal is to broaden your audience this is the song to do it yeah mm-hmm. that no joke no joke this is a slow boy that goes into mid-tempo angst mm-hmm. that works really really well like this song outside of the four that preceded it four yep four that preceded it if i were to just hear this i'd be like that's a modern rock radio mainstay. Yeah. Put mm-hmm. on neither here nor missed. And it's like, yep, this makes sense. Absolutely in the 2004 time frame, too. It's like, we've just had the wash of new metal. That's kind of set. But mm-hmm. like, that 2001 to 2010 just feels like, what was happening in modern blur. rock radio? Yeah. It's a blur. It's honestly Switchfoot. It yeah. does, but it does yeah. feel, it feels like that. And then it does feel like, well, we just kind of played the slow ones from the late '90s. Mm. Yeah, you or, know, or Daughtry, right? Or exactly like there aren't a lot of mid two thousand modern rock bands, modern rock bands that I could name. Yeah, I mean, Daughtry. <laughs> That's it. I mean, who fucking else is there? Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Right, but okay. like. I couldn't tell you a single yeah. Alter Bridge song. I mean, if someone held a gun to my head and said, name an Alter Bridge song, I said, you better fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking kill me. And then they pull the gun away, and they're like, all right. Yeah. And you're like, that's one. Is that a title? I don't know. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, I like know. Know. Alter Bridge is so fucking hardcore. All right. <laughs> it's interesting that you said this is, we're four tracks in? Five. This is the fifth there's song. Five, we're five tracks in. I feel like... Everything they had where they were like, we're going to try and set ourselves apart from our first record. We're going to try and mix it up a little bit. They've gone through the tricks already. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they should have spread, spread those mm-hmm. spread those tricks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, hold that gun to my head again. <laughs> <laughs> name, tell me to name an Alter Bridge song. Oh, name a fucking Alter Bridge song. Oh, God, Metal Lingus. I'm, I'm shooting you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm really mad that I know about that. Um <laughs> wow. Uh the, the now the chorus to this song, I just want to say it again. This chorus, when you lie and you fucking steal and fucking cheat and lie 
No, it's <laughs> not the same. And don't you ever try. Don't know what it's like to fucking be alive all the time. The fuckings in this chorus are so intentional and yes. so meant. Yes. Yes. They are written, and it feels like they're written by like uh, uh, me at twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when I just started, like finding where fucking fits. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. finding a good spot for fucking when you're the word fucking mm-hmm. when you're twelve is is challenging. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious when you're trying it. Right. Like this guy. The first time I went away to camp was probably like yeah like sixth or seventh grade and everyone swore we were all just swearing <laughs> oh, God, machines. Yes. yes and then we had to go home and be like oh i can't swear anymore <laughs> i've just spent two weeks with a bunch just of 13 year old like, boys walking around going fucking a <laughs> yeah fucking a you can have some fucking breakfast yeah i want some fucking breakfast yeah, man. You got fucking practice later? Yeah, fucking practice. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time we I remember we were all swimming as kids, and uh, this <laughs> somebody's older brother did like a massive belly flop, and he comes up out of the water, and I'll never forget this, but he just goes, fucking ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, ouch. Fucking ouch. Uh, um... There is at 305, they do a final when you lie that is really, really intense. That is very good. Um, songmeanings.com. Tell me about it. Cyanide 2060. There's nice. my person. Badass fucking band. Great fucking album. Incredible song. Incredible is spelled very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but perfectly placed fuckings. Oh, perfectly. Perfect. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty easy to figure out. The title says it all. For me, it's about the uneasy closure you finally reach when you get over a person. Obviously, some other person's actions greatly hurt or affected him in some way, and this song is taking off the band-aid and realizing you have finally healed. I'd like to point out that I think this assurance is absolute in that the neither here nor missed isn't a front put on to pretend to be all right. The author is really okay, or at least has found a way to find happiness. That is a true reverse twist ending from Cyanide 2060. Uh, The Big Dreamer said, this is a great song to match a great band. Mm. Mm. That's a combination of um, wrestlers that he's into. The Big Dreamer. The Big Show Mm. mixed with Tommy Dreamer. Whoa! That's my... That's, that's your take. Cringy Mitch, if anyone t- accuses you of cringy inaccuracies, <laughs> you just hold a gun to their head and ask them to name a fucking Alter Bridge song, and when they can't, you shoot them. <laughs> uh, Rose of Sharon said, yes, I agree. One of my favorite songs. They are really awesome, and the lyrics, it is totally for me. I think that the narrator is madly in love with someone, and he's afraid of telling his feelings to that person, but that person is totally bitch. <laughs> and he has a really bad feeling of rejection or is just afraid that the things wouldn't work out like he wants. So fucking sad. It's frowning emoji. Oh. Not a good not um, a good fucking I, I just like that that to person is I think they went to say totally a bitch, but it's just totally bitch. Totally. Totally bitch. Totally bitch. Well, you know what they are then. What's that, Matt? A perfect enemy. I told you, we have Slipknot at home. (laughs) Matt, this song starts off with, first off, 
So I'm like, oh, oh boy, am I, being, am I being lectured right now? <laughs> yeah. Is my dad right this song? Very sad. Yeah, this song really stands out for me, I think. This one, this is the, yeah. They at least, like, switch up the vibe a little bit. Yeah. This is a fist pumper. It's a head nodder. Wrote it's good for the car. It's got a lot of cool guitar heroics going on there. I wrote, did you know that Dracologic can shred? Because my friend, they shred. Because <laughs> my friend, they shred. My friend? Hey, excuse me, knock knock. <laughs> knock knock, hello. Hello, my good fellow. I need to inform you of Dracologic's prowess in shredding. <laughs> Have you heard the good news? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a pamphlet. Oh, um, wow, Dracologic in shredding. Tower, Logic Tower. <laughs> you open it up and it's just like, it just says weedly, 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 weedly. <laughs> but you keep unfolding it and it's a naked lady. Yes, thank you, oh. kind hey. missionary. Dearest Roach Coach, I have missed all of your callbacks. Where have they been? <laughs> uh, uh, then you must not know that one corn song that goes. Na, 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 na. <laughs> oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, it's I'm real tongue. Oh. It's got a ride symbol. It's got a ride symbol. Yeah. Uh, Songmeanings.com had one comment from Stagnate who said, I don't know what this song means. Possibly. <laughs> Glad I came here. Glad uh, had to come here. To Everyone just took their headphones meetings. off. Like, what's up? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, possibly about someone who gives it his all to please someone else, but it's never good enough for them. So he gave up trying? Question mark. This is the guy that comes to a restaurant, <laughs> mm-hmm. sees what you're eating, and goes, "I saw that on the menu. I wouldn't like it, but it looks good." <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Re- can you respond to comments? You on sure it? fucking can. I, w- I really want to respond and say, did, did you have a gun to your head to put this comment here? <laughs> well, with so a name put like, out with a name like Stagnate, like yeah. I mean, there's 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 more to that story. Actually, yeah. I should see. I should see if Stagnate has commented on anything else. That was from October 29th, 2008. They have commented on many songs. Uh, most of their comments are between eight and fourteen years old. Let's see. The first comment is, I've never even heard this song. Uh, pff, Mitch, you don't even know. How <laughs> <laughs> many people are like, I haven't heard this song, but I definitely enjoyed the lyrics, so <laughs> I think this is a great song. Let's see. Um, yeah, Because I don't recognize any of these. Let's see what this one's here. Um, well, no, when you trick it, when you click. Songmeanings.com has been going through some... Uh, I, I, I don't know, some redesigns and yeah. a little bit, some of it is a little weird. Um, okay, okay, here we go. Oh, man, I haven't heard any of these fucking bands. Uh, they commented on a Licky Lee song called Everybody But Me and just said Social Anxiety. That's okay. all they said. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a good one. This is from, this is a comment on the song Wake Up Little Sparrow by Devendra Banhart in <laughs> which they said, I think it's about bucking up your ideas and doing something to help yourself. The only one who can help yourself is you. You're not going to accomplish anything until you stop accepting the way things are and actually do something about changing it. Bucking up your ideas? You buck them up. Buck them up. Buck them up. Get them bucked up. All right. Buck up. There's a Buttercup. name, Devandra Banhart. That's a name I haven't I've heard, heard since it. 2008. <laughs> no. Seriously. That is that, that really is took such, me back. That is a 2008. 
Yeah, like back when somebody was somebody would say to me, I'd be like, so what's this album sound like? And they're like, oh, it's Freak Folk. And I said, get it the fuck away from me. <laughs> as quick as possible. Oh, my God. The only thing worse than folk is Freak Folk. <laughs> oh, no. Let me guess. No melodies. <laughs> the guitar's got no strings. You just run his fingernails across the fretboard. This, ah! is, this is the idea of a song. I have to <laughs> let that permeate. Oh, they got one other one. This is a comment on Mr. Blue Sky from ELO. ELO. <laughs> I feel like this is about overcoming depression. The blue sky is the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. He's asking why it took so long for him to be happy again. Mr. Knight is a metaphor for depression, and I'll remember you this way is the longing for happiness when you're severely consumed by sadness. Or maybe I'm just projecting my own feelings. Stagnate. Stagnate! Are you okay? You okay, buddy? Stag. 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 Hey, man. He this guy commented on he's commented on Sixpence and the Richer comments uh, songs mm-hmm. Samantha Mumba this guy's all over just came to, uh, to talk about kiss me uh, I would also like to be kissed beneath Murphy uh, <laughs> Twilight oh he commented on Mariah Carey's song Beautiful and said not my kind of music typically song is pretty nice. Aww. I think he's coming around. I yeah. think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. Is he going to be a living witness? Tom's, 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 I love the reverse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more gang vocals. Yeah, gang vocals it up. Get everybody around the mic. Come on. <laughs> Posse cut. Come on. Get everybody a mic. Get them all. Or do the Springsteen one. Get everybody up around one, and then everybody yeah. gives each other a kiss at the end. Come on. Come on. Matt, you had a little bit of a, a brow going on that. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> oh, no, Matt. No, that oh, one, no. That one checks my bucket of not for me. Mm, um, I, do, I do like a good gang vocal, but I don't know if that was an example of it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I felt like... Like we had the and I got changed in those. You did Ooh. get changed. Did get changed. Did get changed. Okay. All right. See, yeah, Mitch, the, you and I. I love the chains. We we changed. I love the chains. Oh, you yeah. need to hear Rooster. Call me Jacob Marley, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love them chains. Uh, man alive. Um, I wrote in my notes drums in all caps. Yeah. And then I wrote down this lyric that is probably my favorite lyric on the album. This boat of lies will surely start to sink. Oh, shit. Let me tell you. If you are making a boat oh. and you make it <laughs> material, mostly, if your material is mostly lies, it's not going to get very That shit's going to sink. It's going to sink. You need one part honesty. You need a rudder of honesty. A, rudder, a rudder of, of honesty. honesty. A sail, two sails of meanness. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, a forecastle of truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a, and a captain of integrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe this and is... And then, a- then you need the actual boat itself. Yeah, the, oh, the, right, the, right. You know, I believe this is actually a chapter in Moby Dick, <laughs> a book I am still reading. I'm going to keep track. <laughs> I read a little bit last night. I don't know what we were talking about, but Jenny just mentioned that yesterday. She said something about, Lauren, I think, is still reading Moby Dick. <laughs> sure am. Sure am. I'm on chapter 72. I'm on page 400 of 680, I want to say. Dang. Um... That's pretty, that's far in there. I'm in it. I'm in it. Let me tell you. You will finish. Ah, I'm finishing. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving up. Um, the uh, the interesting thing is my mother asked me about it, because I'm staying with my parents this week, and they were like, my mom's like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I just, she's like, how is it? And I said, well, I can't be distracted. I can't do, like, if there's noises. It needs every moment need, of your attention. I need so much focus, but I am enjoying, it's so well written. Then I'm in it. But it is a book, though, where you will go 20 pages with no plot because he's like, yeah, let me tell you what it's like to like skin a whale. Like, yes, really right. There. That was my big problem with it is that I was in a church and he spent 20 some pages talking about one painting. Mm. And I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's, yeah, he, he'll get into like, yeah. But my, my other favorite is at one point there's a chapter where he's like, I gotta tell you about this thing that happened. But it didn't happen to me, it happened to this other guy. But he told me about it. Mm. So I'm going to tell you exactly how he told it to me. And then it's a guy telling a story. About a one-handed uh, knife fight. <laughs> no, not going to do that to you. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm in it. I'm enjoying it. It's just I have to read it in total concentration. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I've taken it around with me. And like I try to read it at work. And there's just too many no distractions. Way. Yeah. No way. Uh, That's how I, I am with all books other than comics. So I'm not too proud for the audiobook. I love a good audiobook. Me too, I'm telling you. I know you're telling yeah. me. I'm about, yeah, I podcasts and audiobooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I learn. You can still say you read a book. Because I'm telling people I read Heat too. <laughs> I'm saying that. I mean, I, I can tell you, uh, someone lent me the Dave Grohl book, and I was like, okay, for sure. And I started reading it, and the first chapter, he's like talking about being backstage and dealing with like some old rockers, and like, cool, cool, great. And the next chapter starting, he's like, let me tell you about the first love of my life. And I was like, mm, when's Nirvana show up in this book? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. So I haven't, yeah. I got to pick that one back up. because That the, one feels like it'd be, if he reads it especially. That's the thing. You is, want the audiobook because you want Dave Grohl's inflections. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Rachel did the audiobook and she's like, I was, I did it in like a day. She's like, it was just Dave Grohl telling me about Foo Fighters and Nirvana. And it was great. And I was like, okay. That's cool. So, uh, you're right, Matt, though. There are more songs on this album. This next one is called One-Handed Knife Fight. Beat it! (laughs) Beat it! got filler written all over it for we're already me. talking about knives and backs yeah um yeah yeah once it hit that that riff there is is metalcore just uh a way to say what if we made pinch harmonics its own <laughs> genre 
Because like that sound that 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 sound there that that's not a pinch harmonic. That's a uh, the, the one that, that opens it called. up. The one that opens this track up. What is this called? Yeah, that would just. They, sometimes they just call that like a dissonant chord. Dissonant chord. Okay. Like uh, to me, that's... remember the band Norma Jean? Yes. yes. That's I would call that a Norma Jean chord. Hmm. But they're metalcore, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for but sure. That is that to me. That's the sound of metalcore. Oh yeah. Like that is not a new metal. Chug is new metal. That that dissonance mm-hmm. that's metalcore. Like mm-hmm. that's so not pinch harmonics. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. What's fucking funny? inaccurate. <laughs> they did have some, though. They did have pinched harmonics earlier. Yeah. yeah. What is funny, though, is that Norma G now wants to be Deftones. If you listen oh, to really? Recent... I didn't know they were still going. Th- oh, yeah. Uh, somebody, I think Dan Terry told Dan me. Dan Terry's a big fan. He's a big fan. He told me to check out the most recent record, and I... As as a not really familiar with Norma Jean on a deep level, I listened to it and the whole thing just sounded like I, we would love to be Deftones if that's an option. Uh, okay. but we are not Deftones. <laughs> we, on this form, does it say I want to be Deftones? Uh, yeah, we are submitting to be Deftones, and then they're just like, "We got a Deftones? <laughs> they're still around? Ohms? Are you familiar? What, can I be the band where uh, on Roach Coach they say we have Deftones at home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, sure, Norma Jean, you're welcome." Oh shit! You know who commented on the song? <gasps> Stagnate. Yay! Oh, Stagnate. Staggy. And they said might be about someone betraying him and backstabbing him. Again, uh. couldn't be bothered. <laughs> might be. <laughs> Gun to your head. You got to leave a comment or name an Alter Bridge song. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck! I guess I'm leaving a comment." <laughs> I don't eat metal lingus. <laughs> I'm so mad about I that, Matt. So you, mad about you, it. You know what? Let's kill each other right now. <laughs> Wait, do, are you saying you knew that that was a title? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm mad, you know, I'm mad every I. time that he's telling me neither about it. I. I was here in front of you, and I had the Hellraiser box, and I opened it, <laughs> and instead of a Cenobite, it was just metal lingus <laughs> in smoke. That would nothing be worse than you're like, well, I'm here to torture your days. A song called Metal Lingus exists. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, they probably thought that was so funny in the um, room. Oh, you know, shit. That was all high fives for like 10 straight hours. Just oh, there. Yeah. You know how I like eating pussy? <laughs> And yeah, I love, dude. And I love playing guitar. What do we put those two together? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Are you talking metal lingus? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, shit. We got a hit on our hands. Uh, and we'll have like that part that's... Do you guys remember that band that uh, that played the song with the chainsaw? <laughs> Oh, Jackal. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I feel like a name like Metalingus is like... Oh, Someone... Jesse James Dupree is so mad that he didn't come with. Oh, I feel like Metalingus is like they heard Hell Yeah's Alcohol and Ass and were like, Ooh. we can be better. We can, we can wind up. We can <laughs> Gentlemen, we can rebuild this song. <laughs> title. We can do this. <laughs> the, one, the, the leader of Alter Bridge came into the rehearsal space with giant whiteboards like, we got work to do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do we love? Eating pussy. <laughs> All right. It's on First the board. Thing. All right. What else do we love? Metal. All right. Hold on. I feel. Feel something brewing here. <laughs> uh, metal, uh, uh, 
pussy also called cunnilingus metal <laughs> and called then one metal. guy's like it's called what wait what wait what cunning linguist not nah, old joke but good joke good joke good <laughs> bit we're not doing that one though we're sticking with metal but keep that i'm not disparaging you i'm giving you positivity two parts positivity right now <laughs> one part constructive one part constructive <laughs> criticism all right um you know what Let's well, do the next song. Well, <laughs> it's called You and Me, you, you, Mitch, you, Lauren, and me right now. We are so fucking off the rails. I swear to God. <laughs> I, guys, true insight in my life. I've had a week. Yeah. What a week. Matt's had a week. I am having so much fun. I Good. hope our listeners are. <laughs> yes. Because I am off the rails. My, my cheeks hurt. There it is. There I it hurt is. a little bit. There it is. Up next, we got as Thick as Thieves. <laughs> Phaser. That's a huge phaser. Huge phaser. Distortion on a phaser, too. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like that. If you're at the bar and this starts up, your drink's done. <laughs> it's over. Because you're running to the pit. There's a pinched harmonic right there. Earned. This is this yeah. is fucking earned for sure. Yep. Uh, why is this so low in the album? Bump it up. Yeah. Bump, Bump it up it and up. bring some of that. Like, you're right, dude. I was just thinking, like, you, you talked about it, but. Shouldn't. Uh, no. Move one of those Put songs. That, yeah. yeah. Lower. Right. Yeah. Bump that one up. Get this one up. Bump it up. I'm okay. I could even say go lost. You know, and then goes Thick as Thieves and then Paper Tiger. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of have, have three different types of song. Yeah. Right there in your first three track. That's usually where everybody makes their decision about the album. And then pull and then pull buckles lower when I need a boost of energy. But this song right here, this is this should have been the second single. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I don't think they were given the option for a second single. I know they weren't. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got a second single. We're good. <laughs> we, we got we got another song. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you don't you don't want it? You don't want it? We, we got it. Yeah, a whole here. album here. It's, it's got a fucking phaser on it. <laughs> but yeah, this song, this song to me feels perfectly in that 2008 2009. Yeah, this wheelhouse. This chugging. This is. I think this is this is later <laughs> era metalcore chugging. That that stuff right there. And the talk, the talk lead in into the. You know what I mean? From the screen, yep. the little bit of talk. Yeah, I love that. Love it. I um I wrote out that this is a uh, calling out more lying. They hate lies and liars. They really. I mean, do. really, they hate that. I mean, they're talking about boats made of <laughs> lies. These guys are just like. That's what you texted me. Yeah. You're, <laughs> I was like, you're, you're like, this is what I've discovered is they they hate liars. They hate liars. <laughs> and this song is a killer ending. I was yeah. This is the highlight of the album for sure. Songmeanings.com. I be too raw. Oh six, <laughs> too raw. I be too raw. Oh six. Oh six. In oh seven, you don't yeah. know. I might be perfectly cooked. <laughs> but in oh six, maybe too I'll be, raw. I'll be too raw. raw. Uh, they said awesome song. Heard it on Pandora. No idea what it means though. I just love the riffs. I don't think it's only touching on one particular subject. Anyone else? Well, 
this is this song is, yeah not song riffs well well don't worry about it someone else scrolled in that person's name was stagnate yes thank god <laughs> and they said yeah i'm not sure what it means either oh, great but, song though but you know oh. so we know but we know this history of stagnate at this point he's really he's <laughs> reaching out for yes. for connection for I connection i just want a group that I'm in dry. I'm into yes. dry kill logic. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for like-minded exactly, people. Exactly. Yeah. Lonely dry kill logic <laughs> fans seeks <laughs> other dry kill logic fans to discuss meaning <laughs> of songs. Well, guys, someone showed up, and their name is Virus. Ooh. Fuck. Oh, this, this is this is Stagnate's good. mortal enemy. Get ready. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the heat is on. <laughs> Hold on. I need to drink some water for everything. God, I need everything. Kick in that. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Liars surround us everywhere. There it is. The fuck they do. Our parents are the example. No one tells the truth because truth is the most violent and most overwhelming force. They are afraid to hurt us. I hate fucking cowards. Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. You know who's on blast in this? Every single person who's ever <laughs> I that was coming from a dark room in a basement. Somewhere. I I, th- I started my first thought was like this is some fucking shooter shit, and I'm like no no. By the end of it, this dude's got his finger on the red button for the nukes. Oh We're my all God. toast. He's taking yes. everybody. Yes, hey, there ain't a rat <laughs> if that the- I ain't seen. If this is a voiceover in a movie, the shot is this guy just in a dark room with like computer screens, screens everywhere. everywhere. He's the fucking like, Riddler in the new Batman. I would argue he could also this could be pulled from the seven journals <laughs> <laughs> that were also used to write the liner notes for this album. So oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just yeah. telling you I've met people. But to me, they're all rats. They're all rats. <laughs> oh shit, he's a rat king. Uh, Your name isn't Virus. Your name is Rack. Listen, I don't want to rule them. I just want to exterminate them. You know why my username's Virus? Why is that? Because the world is a virus. The world's infected. Infected (laughs) fucking with lies. People are a virus. I hate cowards. I fucking hate cowards. I'm in in line at McDonald's. But I also love metal and pussy. This guy. Dude, this guy at Cedar Point, like when people are getting up to the get, it's their turn to get on the ride, and they're like, "I can." He's like, "You fucking coward! coward. Like, Give me your spot, Miyagi! Fight me!" <laughs> <laughs> it's the Iron Dragon. You're sitting, you fucking coward! I can't believe Miyagi, you, you coward! <laughs> you know who is not afraid of roller coasters at all? Who? My seven year old son. That's nice. the guy. We're That's in awesome. line for every roller coaster that we could get on at Cedar Point, and there's like kids who are like. Uh, when is it? And my son's like, when is, when are we getting up there? When? Like, That's he's like, great. he's just uh, impatient. <laughs> like, all these other kids, I've seen some guy, like, clearly he's got that anxiety eyes. He's feeling a little pukey. And my son's just like, rocking. Like, when are we That's getting great. up there? And then we get there and they're like, all right. He's just hopping in, strapping in. Let's go. He's got, maybe he's just like the perfect age for it. He just. That's he, awesome. No, Here's the thing. Totally afraid of movies with real people in them, though. Oh, he can't yeah. do real people in anything. Yeah. And even, he's even playing, um. He's been playing a video game that's rabbits and Mario. It's like an it's like a turn based oh, yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And when it's like the time for like the other team to do it and they're like shooting his team, he's like, I'm gonna leave the room. You let me know when it's my turn again. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, okay. Interesting. But like but yeah, but heights and roller coasters, wow. he's like, put me in coach. My I'm ready the to first go. time I went to Cedar Point, I was probably twelve or thirteen. And my yeah, my dad actually had to drag me. 
onto the Raptor. I was like, I'm not doing it. Mm. But it was like, you know, at this point, he paid for the ticket. Mm-hmm. So I got I mean, grabbed by the back of the scruff and thrown in line. Listen, Mitch, I um, I paid a lot of money to take my son to Cedar Point. <laughs> so I totally understand that? why your father did that to you. He was just seeing how much he just spent. And he was like, you're getting on the fucking Raptor. All right, get my goddamn money's worth. Scar yeah. you later. I don't care. But you know what? I wanted the hat after I rode the Raptor. Mm. I wanted the it's hat. a mm. great ride. Great it's, ride. Yes. Great ride. Yeah. So good that it. Breaks down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it's the breakdown of quality. It's right. It's, it's breaking down because there's just so many people want to write Quick cue, Lauren. Ooh, yeah. How respectful of our time is this album? This album clocks in at 37 minutes and 13 seconds. Was that the last track? No, no. we got oh, two okay. more oh, left. I always time. ask when there's two left. All right. uh, so again, you could have listened to this album at least three times. At least three times. At least. In at the least. time it took us to go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could have done it. Um, made up your own mind and been like, not in the canon, which, you know. What, what? But would that be that fun? Never. No. No. Ooh, a chord. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is... 200 years. Yeah. Okay, similar guys. Riff, similar riff. Guys, we need to chop up those riffs a little bit. This is where the two stepping comes in. <laughs> this song really works. This yeah. song cooks. Yeah. It cooks. It also starts with the lyric, I'm of the opinion. So like, all right. First off. First off. I'm of the opinion. I'm of the opinion. <laughs> if we can just have a civil conversation, you fucking liar. Hey. <laughs> It's me, the virus. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's the virus. Virus, no. what's going on, virus? It's the world's full of shit. All right. Okay, are you going to place an order, though, here? I would this? like to place an opinion. Uh, I just, I don't know why. I, I don't just... order, I orate. Virus! Virus! When he says, I hate cowards, I don't know why, but my first thought was just like, the guy's behind somebody in line at like McDonald's. What's and, in the coffee? And the guy's don't like, lie to me. And the guy's like, I'm going to need you to just take the tomatoes off. And he's like, have the tomato, you fucking coward. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Um, this song... Great. I'm not. It's great. I like it. The riffs are crunchy. I wrote yelling with eight G's. Also, it starts off with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two question yes, and then one affirmative. That's the way it is. This song seems about creating some sort of legacy. I feel like, like, are you? Are people going to remember you in 200 years? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There no. was. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, Matt. <laughs> Matt, this pot. As long as the internet exists, and here's the thing. Once you once we Pop, pass on, you can't stop. Once we pass on, you just got to make sure to make sure that Rosemary continues to pay for the site hosting fees yep. month to month, so that this show can continue to be found two hundred years into the future. To um, myself, two hundred years from now. Yeah. Oh, wait, are you going to freeze yourself? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Cryogenics. Cryogenics. You got to. Wake you up 200 years in the future, and you'd be like, just like that Dracologic <laughs> song. <laughs> they get rid of cowards yet? <laughs> Put me back under. <laughs> Wake me up when cowards are gone. I like the top of this. It felt like the guitars kind of had like a like a call and response kind of. You know, the one mm. was like kind mm-hmm. of a mm. little like lo-fi, but then they're... Are they using? I don't know if this comes up in any sort of liner notes. Is there a baritone guitar used here at some point, or is this just a? Uh... Mitch, do you have a magnifying glass? <laughs> because <laughs> if you do, then I certainly you might know. <laughs> um, let me just let me just see here. Hold on, let me look. Um, this lists the type of gear. It lists the gear. It lists the gear, and a they put rare, it in, a rare list. I a rare list that. of gear. All right, Dry Kill Logic <laughs> uses and appreciates ESP guitars. Yes, Pearl Drums, Vic Firth, Minel Cymbals, mm-hmm. Jägermeister, Royal Blunts. Mm-hmm. Vestal watches. Oh, we're getting the. This full... was a thing of the time. This yeah. for sure was such a thing of the time. Um. In, Inidium Eyewear, Dickies. These are the sponsors at this point. Uh, well, I guess the other ones are probably sponsors. Uh, st- uh, Thress Clothing. I feel like we are already out of music. Utopia. Right, yeah, way past the gear. Uh-huh. Hold on. S- Satana Sideshow, Red Bull, Hoffman Bikes, Water, Sick World, Madman Apparel, Second Line, Level 27, Scare Shop, Prime Gear, Room 13, and Lucky 13. Wow. Okay. Now, see, I remember in my... Uh, in my, my eyes hurt so much. <laughs> You're <laughs> squinting very... Oh, my God. Um, Your eyes are bleeding. They're bleeding out of my that, head. To, that, to me, is a flex. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because at this time, like, being in a band, having a record contract is one thing. Like, having some sort of following, that's sort of in the back. That's in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not, you know... What we really are looking for, sponsorships, a.k.a. free stuff mm. that you can then brag about. Mm. Because that was always, always, whenever I would, like, we would play shows with bands who were like a little bit bigger than us, and you know, they got a trailer, they got a van, and all they were talk about was, you got to get the sponsorships. And you can get sponsorships from pretty much anything, which is, as we heard here, Hoffman Bikes. Hoffman Bikes. They roll into the studio with like a couple BMXs. <laughs> Pegs. Popping wheelies, man. <laughs> check, this, check out the sweet bunny hop. <laughs> they, you know they were sitting around, though, like, what other kind of sponsorships can we get? Mm. You know? I mean, who doesn't love Free 99? I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? But that, to me, is a, is a flex, being like, this is all the stuff we could we could eke out of this band for mm. free. Right. That's good. some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Good stuff. Some good stuff. ESP guitars? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good really stuff. Good. Yeah. That's a guitar that you can just think about, right? And it plays exactly as yeah. licky like. Mm. Yeah, that's why play I the lick you pickups. Like. Play the lick you like on ESP guitars. Max Cavalera signature ESP. Mm. That was a dream guitar of mine when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah. I love this. There it is. There <laughs> I love that insight. It's the, it's that. the, it kind of looks like the SG. You know, okay. familiar with the yep. SG, mm-hmm. but it, the, the horns are a little offset. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's green. Mm. Brazil flag. Oh, Ooh. it had some. It had some inlays on the frets too, if I remember. But yeah, very sick. Uh, you know what's not sick? What's not sick, Matt? Us of each other. And that's but true. <laughs> we are on the last song. Or if we are, I'm heart sick that this is it. And it's called No Reason. No Reason. 
I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. <laughs> I want to go inside and then bring it outside. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes life gets a little tough. God, think about what's happening. Oh, shit. What the song is missing is an espresso machine going off in the background. And people who don't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, Dave left me last night. Could you turn it down out there? <laughs> So this stays basically acoustic through the whole thing. He does, at 145, start to lean into the vocal a little bit more. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed. What I did also enjoy about this song, and I'm not usually an acoustic guy, slow boy at the end, I get it, but I was just glad that they decided to record this in the same studio they recorded the entire rest of the album, <laughs> and not decide to record it with a mic in the other room, sounding totally like oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Hate that. I don't understand that move at all. It's like, I don't know, it's like they were like, I heard this Bright Eyes record, and um, I mean, can we make it sound worse than that? Like, worse <laughs> than a Bright Eyes record? You, oh, are you talking about the one that they start outside, and it seems like they come into the studio? Yeah. I just pulled up a picture of the Max Cavalera uh, ESP guitar, and it is, a, it is a beaut. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the stories in the soil, so put your ear to the ground, whatever the album that is. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm party. <laughs> Birthday party. Oh, God. Yeah. You're invited. Oh, God. I yeah. Oh, my God. That still makes me, like, sick to my stomach hearing <laughs> that. It was such a time, that it song. Was. Mm -hmm. when, oh that whole God, album, I got it as I part of Vinyl it. Me Please. Oh, it was yeah. like I was like I used to love that record. I put it on and it was like it's a party and needle <laughs> off the record. Mm, yeah, yeah, I bought that record because it got a bunch of good reviews and I turned it on and I was like, "This is how we're kicking the record off." Yeah. Okay. And then as it goes along, like there's some songs in there. Love around have to love bowl of peaches or something. I think maybe. Yeah, I missed the whole bright eyes thing. Once once that once that was the first thing I heard was that and I was just. I couldn't get humped. I mean, grand opening, grand closing, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that one. What's, you re, you make that reference a lot. Yeah. You're referencing the uh, the Chris Rock. No, that's uh that's a Jay Z lyric. Jay Z. What's funny is that that's a Chris Rock bit. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, he told it. He took it from Jay Z lyric, hundred percent. Are you sure? Because I'm what, pretty what's, sure what's the Chris cr Rock was from before the Jay Z. So wait, so the Jay Z lyric, I literally just listened to the Black Album on my drive in this week. So, so that's from 2003. So when's it's this from before 2003. So it's from for sure. So it's from what like this is from the one about no, there's no sex in the champagne room. That album, the Chris Rock oh shit album. Okay. So all right, but it's from. So do you remember the famous uh, scene from the the popular show The Office, sure. where Michael tries to retell. The Chris Rock bit about I, yes. uh -huh. fill in the blank here. That is where that comes from. Yeah, it's from Bring the Pain. Because bring any the pain. time the, in the Chris Rock joke, I see. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm no, you're, I got you. Turning into you. Michael Scott uh, here. Okay. <laughs> 
niggas fucking it up. Can't do nothing. Can't keep a disco open more than three weeks. Holy shit, he does say it here. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's that I've seen I've seen all the Chris Rock specials. I know I've definitely seen Bring the Pain and um, Never Scared a bunch of times. Yeah, but I've always it's always been from the Jay Z song. For That's me. funny. It's the grand opening. Grand I closing. never knew that was a, yeah. I never yeah, knew that was in yeah. Jay Z song. Yeah, That's in, funny. Um, I I think it's in Encore. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Huge sidebar. My bad. Sorry. It's, all right. Sorry. it's okay. Just, hey, we listen. might need to because it's rare that we actually let the N-word fly here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this might not make the show. Yes. <laughs> well, Mitch is on. He's like, guys, time to bust it out. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's out here. Uh, you know what, guys? On this song, this song had a bunch of comments on songmeanings.com. Cyanide2060 back. Nice. Love it. I think this song is about being on the brink of a breakdown of some sort. Torment or some kind seems to be threatening to take hold, and maybe the no reason is not being able to find the strength to fight back. No reason to go on, maybe? Great fucking song. I love how DKL can punch you in the face with aggression, yet record some beautiful and haunting shit like this. Great comment. Nice. Foxfulness says, I agree with Cyanide on the breakdown. I think on a deeper and perhaps even more haunting level, the song is clearly about ideas of suicide and not letting them get to your head. The last line trails off beautifully, almost as an expression of someone putting an early end to their life. No. Woo. Ghost wishing. Said song makes me fucking break down. It's some deep shit. You can hear it in his voice. He's feeling that shit. Hard, <laughs> hard, all caps. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Wow. And then something heavy. Yeah. And then something heavy. Any other thoughts on No Reason? Not really. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. In a, in as much as you can enjoy. As much as you can. It was it was expected. I think. I think my first listen through, as soon as that song started i was like i was listening to it while i was working so i was like i bet this is the last song and i like went over to my phone plugged in the stereo i was like nice nice <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> got it i find myself all right <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah that's the album the dead and dreaming did you discuss in the first episode of this band what a dry kill is so i can tell you that we probably didn't mm. Um, I can tell you for sure that I didn't. Um, and let's see if that's on their Wikipedia. If it says a uh, name. Um, oh, so they were originally called Hinge. And they signed. Because it was the 90s. Um, yep. And uh, they were signed. They signed a Roadrunner. And Roadrunner said, you have to change your name because there's a recording studio that has the same name and the mm. copyright. So they briefly changed their name from Hinge to Hinge A.D., but ultimately settled upon <laughs> but then ultimately settled upon dry kill logic after the studio threatened legal action if they use the word hinge anywhere in the name at all wow um, but it does not give a reason so i it, they were just really attached to hinge they really wanted to be called hinge so it was just like the first thing that came up it sounded okay I like think whatever it's not hinge somebody, yeah somebody write yeah they, it was like, it's not hinge <laughs> these guys just in there every day being like what if we're hinge 1234 they're like no they're like what if we're 1234 hinge what if we're hinge uh, hinge but it's all caps yeah okay hinge all lowercase hinge but it's wingdings <laughs> when you re- do translate it, and they're like, "Guys, you just got to get off the hinge thing. You you can't be hinge. You can't be." Hinge. And then somebody walked in and they're like, "What if we're metalingus?" And they shot him in the <laughs> fucking head. 
I die for metalingus. Yes. <laughs> and they became Dry Kill Logic. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a weird name, and why I why I think because I always have heard this name and never had any interest to get into them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the name. It just doesn't. It's a weird name. Yeah. Yeah. It is a weird name. It doesn't really like. I don't know. I mean, I you know I can't really talk because. I've been in plenty of things oh, with weird well, names. Oh, the name of our podcast is Roach Coach. That's know. a good name. It's a good name, although we people said, like, you don't talk about Papa Roach enough. Mm. And also, when you do, you're not nice about it. Wow. And I was like, well, that's Jenny's problem. So, <laughs> I don't know. She's not on the show anymore, so I guess, like, maybe we'll talk nice about him. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the album. Wow. And now it's time for... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Mitch, we'll start with you. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I mean, oh. we're starting with you. You're going you're to say, say. Do I think this is belonging, belonging in the, in the new the metal cannon? cannon? Yeah. I would say no. Okay. I would say a strong no. Okay. It's just too, it's too much of the time. And it's too, I, would, I mean, if you had a metalcore cannon, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. But. I think this goes in the canon of bands that you probably will forget about. Mm. Sorry, Dry Kill. Sorry, Dry Kill. I had fun. Mm -hmm. I had a great time listening to the record, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to revisit this. I wrote my notes. This is a heavy fucking album. Lots of sick riffs, lots of yelling and screaming, but it doesn't quite have a bodies. Right. It's got really good songs, but no great ones. So Mm -hmm. I had nothing for the canon. That's where I stood. If you had... I mean, there's a couple in there that I really like. I mean, I love calling out these liars. Boats of lies. Yeah. Gotta Fucking liars. Fire. Love that stuff. Um, virus but, was on. <laughs> virus was on. Fucking can you point. put the idea behind an album in the canon? No. Okay. <laughs> you could put that in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you know what? Dead and Dying's vibes. This goes in the middle juncture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti-liar vibes. Uh, but I would not put it in. Matt? Enjoyed the listen as well, but I kept coming back to We Have Slipknot at Home. Um, this definitely feels like it's not there. There's a lot of elements that are, mm-hmm. and when it works, it's like, shit, this is great, mm-hmm. yeah. but it doesn't have that bodies, that track that you're like, that's the one, you know, yeah. that song that you went into the pit for, where you're like, that's the one, right. where I can ring the bells, I don't give a shit how old I am, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they don't have that. An enjoyable listen, but I also agree with you, Mitch. I won't listen again, which is no band wants to hear that. No. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can take consultation. I checked the first album. The whole first album's in the canon. Oh. Oh wow. Awesome. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. feels like a transition. It feels like mm-hmm. they're trying to do the new thing, but it's not necessarily their thing. Right. And it's like, what is our thing now? Right. I don't know yet. Mm. Yeah, I wondered if, because one of the members was listed as engineer, and I feel like that's a very new metal thing, the engineer just adding in the sort of like bleeps and bloops. Mm-hmm. Did they I have... was missing bleeps and bloops. That Was that their thing there with was... the first album? That's what, I guess that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, were they, were they more noise heavy um, on the first album? Let me, let me go over to Darker Side of Nonsense and just see. I'll play a little bit of Rot, which is like the... The bigger hit, the most played song. So yeah, already, 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 yeah. Mm, Some kind of sample going back there. Yeah, already I'm like, oh yeah, this record ripped. That's that's Chug. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If this wasn't in the canon already, I'd be like, we've got to put it in, but it's in. It's in. I want to really, 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 this fucking rule. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Dry right. Kill Logic, you have an album in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got an album in. It's that's Dark the, Tech that's, that's the That's, that's a differentiator. The that's what always happens, though, right? Is the band, you know, before they get the record, they they have spent six years playing this set that would become this album, you know, every single show. Their right. set list was this album, every single show, and they spent so long it's writing these honed. songs. It's honed, yes. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, we're doing it again. Uh, we got six months. Fuck. Uh, uh, I've had chug 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 I got one of these. Okay. I've been dealing with a lot of liars, you guys. Meanwhile, in the studio next to him, Alter Bridge. Metalingus, motherfuckers! They're just chanting it at this point. Metalingus! You know, there's somebody out there like Matt always plays the songs that are referenced. Don't you worry. I'm never going to play that. (laughs) We ain't fucking listening to that shit. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. Believe it or not. We did it. We did it. That's it. What a joy. Thank you, Mitch. It's so great to have you on. Uh, Thank you, really. Thank you for having me on. We loved it, This was a blast. Yeah, and, uh, you know, send Jenny our love, even though we literally text her every day. But, you know, still (laughs) send our love. And, um... Uh, anything so yeah you've got Mitch's prints yeah we can follow you on Instagram for that yes also I mean the VHS thing yeah talk a little bit about that yeah you know so the past uh, couple years I think I uh, I think I've just really truly experienced some kind of nostalgia getting into collecting I've just been collecting movies on tape essentially so when I started the print shop I'm out there for hours at a time, you know, usually just listening to records. And I was like, man, it would be really cool to have like a little TV out here to just put a movie on while I'm printing. Um, Because, I mean, I watch movies nonstop. So I was like, "Eh, the Internet doesn't really reach out here. I can't really do like a streaming thing. I was like, you know, it'd be cool to get like one of those combo VCR TVs and just get movies on tape. And so I started just going to the thrift store. And then uh, through, um, I was at a convention in Chicago, a Comic Con type convention, and mm-hmm. I, there was a guy who had some some tapes he was selling, and he was like, "Oh yeah, there's a huge online community about tape collectors," and I was like, "That's really cool. I didn't know that." So I started an Instagram account um, specifically just to sort of I don't know put my collection out there, meet other collectors. I'm actually going to be in Indy, Indianapolis oh. Oh. for a VHS convention. Ooh. Holy yeah. shit. When? I'll, I'll, when? It's uh, Jul- June 25th, I want to say. Yeah, June 25th. Okay. It's at a bar called the Black Circle. Yes. You familiar? I believe that's where um, yes, Gideon played. Gideon played Gideon there. Played oh, there. okay. Yes. Well, yeah. It's, so I'll be there. I'll think, I'm pretty sure I'll be there for the weekend, but okay. the, the convention is only on Saturday. But no, I called it VHS Detroit to kind of find local people, too. Mm-hmm. And I, it's honestly, I've met a ton of collectors in the area and then it's spun up like the live show that i'm doing at planet ant now so but i understand the nostalgia because the video store you know like that That, physical experience of going to blockbuster Mm -hmm. and going to the super action section and being there with my best friend matt rose and we see the 
avenging disco godfather <laughs> and both of us looking at each other and that insane box insane artwork and both of us going like we are watching this tonight yes mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah. every single weekend growing yeah. up was like just going to the video store and just finding something that looks crazy yes exactly and it's like you know we we're talking about collecting records i've been collecting records since i was like a teenager but mm-hmm. And people always bring up nostalgia around that. But for somebody like me, I didn't grow up with records, you know? I didn't, like... So Mm. saying, like, yeah, I'm nostalgic for records, it doesn't really, like, happen the same way. But the first time I, like, popped a tape in, it was like... And the sound? The sound, That Honestly, do you remember, like, you put the tape in and you would hear what sounded like a phone being dialed? It was just, like, really faint. It would be like... Yes, mm. yes. And then the, like, the, well, anyways, that feeling that I got, I honestly, I was like, this is it. This is what nostalgia is. This is amazing. <laughs> and I, I, it's just, I, it's consumed. I have the, an entire wall in our house now is just my tape collection. Wow. Like from floor to ceiling. There you go. There you go. So yeah, VHS it. Detroit on Instagram. Oh, actually, I brought some stickers. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's sticker me Boom. up. There Here. we go. Beautiful. Boom. Oh. All right. That's so great. Love the hot great sticks. logo. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a great logo. Perfect. Well, great. Great. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I don't know. We've been talking about this for two hours, man. <laughs> don't have anything snappier for you. All right. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to Roach Coach online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, Matt. Thank you. Lauren. Thank you. Mitch. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.